10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Welcome back, everybody, to the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast, where we're going to get into a number of stories, along with a really big story about Xbox buying Bethesda out of the blue. We've got a number of things happen this week. We had Blizzard's former CEO uh, is making his own company, had a big old announcement about it. We're going to get into that. Razor's like initial line going wireless. Um, open source is a great thing. And now Dark Descent is amongst that great thing. <laughs> On the tech side, though, we're going to get into Elon Musk's had a huge presentation thing about uh, the future of the Tesla vehicles and what they're doing, uh, the affordability and how they're going to make batteries in the future, which is pretty crazy. We'll get into a lot of that, along with the future of theaters um, and what theaters are really going to look like and like, how's it going to pan out in the next couple of years? Because we know what's going on. Uh, also, the Matrix 4, we've had some leaks now, along with a few interviews from cast members and whatnot. So we're going to speculate a little bit more on there, on what is happening on the Matrix 4. So before we get into all this crazy news, along with, obviously, we're going to get into the, we'll briefly touch on, like, the Xbox and the PlayStation both completely sold out. So... There's that that happened in between this and the last podcast, which is pretty crazy. I think it's uh, it's monumentous, I guess you could say, for the council industry. Um, but anyway, let's get into what the heck everybody's been up to for since uh, since last week. Nothing. Nothing. How dare you? Just work next. <laughs> Just literally work. nothing. Anyway, Bazinga. Uh, I played uh, Mario 3D All Stars. Ah, yeah, it's fun. It's I don't remember like it's been so long since I played Sunshine. I I don't remember it having voiceovers. You don't remember that? I do not remember that. So I was like, oh, cool. There's voices now. <laughs> that I don't remember experiencing when I was a kid, <laughs> but I guess I did. Oh. Uh. But uh, no, it works pretty good. I played a couple uh, rounds on uh, Mario 64 and Sunshine. I didn't get to uh, the other game yet. Mario Galaxy? Yeah. Mm. Which is funny because everybody liked Mario Galaxy. I wasn't a big fan of it when I played it. So, it's okay. So I, um, I, I, I really enjoyed the Sunshine game. But it's yeah, a Sunshine's a better game than Galaxy. It's a little difficult because like, they don't have the inverted controls. I wish they would have a patch that would bring that. Oh, uh, yeah. But other than that, it's good. So the one thing that did come out this week that I did check out, it's actually pretty good. I haven't played it on PC yet because I don't care for the Epic Store thing, but uh, playing on Switch, uh, Spellbreak came out for free. Uh, the Mage Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. um, so far, it's pretty cool. Um. There any crazy bugs or anything like you kind of can pick where you drop. Um, the drop system is a lot like um, what the heck was that game? Ali uh, Escape from Elysium, whatever it was. The 
Yeah. Where you pick a different area where you want to start and then you drop there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because you don't drop like there's no parachute. You literally fucking crash to the ground like a damn meteor. <laughs> Which is crazy. I was like, okay, whatever. Wasn't there another game that we did that in that happens? Um, I don't know. But so and you get like and then you have to run around the map and you can pick like well, you get one initial spell with you that you start with. Um, and obviously you can pick from all different elements, all the eight different elements you can pick from. Um, but then on, once you're on the map, you can actually find other elements or other techniques. Like there's a, um, it's, it's kind of like what would be the equivalent of in Call of Duty, like a spot grenade and stuff like this. It's like wolf howl spell and it, uh, you howl out and it, wherever the sound reverberates, it shows where enemies are. Um, which is kind of neat. And there's a number of other like little things, and obviously you can levitate to a point, but not too far. And do you get with all the spells you find, you get one like basic like chuck spell, like you can just chuck a fireball if you get fire. And there's like an AOE, like huge, like you mean crowd control kind of like spell you can cast. Um, and that's how like that's how all the different elements work. It's only the two so far. I'm hoping they're gonna add more to it as it goes forward, but this is that's the basics of it. Um, so far, it's pretty neat. It's not like I mean, there's not nothing really too crazy to talk about. Cause it's just a battle royale with using mage spells, which is kind of cool. Uh, I hate. And the there's idea. No, obviously there's no obviously I haven't played duos or anything. I've just played solos. There's probably a revive function of some kind, but I didn't see it because I didn't play duos or or squads or anything. So my my problem with it is the idea that it's only magic. I would have liked if it was like a mix of classes. Let me be a knight or a rogue or something, you know. Instead of just being a mage the whole time. Oh, maybe in the future they'll add that, but as of right now. Well, the whole point of the game was for it to be magic. It's, 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 it's magic. That's what I mean. Like, I, feel like I, I just feel like they put this up in a box with doing that when they could have. They already got a pretty cool looking fighting system. So, you know. And it's some things are pretty neat. If you like say if you have fire and bio like. Like elemental, you can cast a giant like bio cloud and it'll form this huge cloud that you can chuck a fireball at it and make it explode. So there's like little neat combos like that, which is kind of neat in the game that you can find between different elements. And some like AOEs like are different. Like you can cast like fire, like the huge spell of fire will cast a wall of fire where the lightning will cast like a ring of lightning. So you can cast, like you can get hit a bunch of people at one time, whether it's they're a line or in a circle. So which is kind of neat. Um, and obviously, I'm still playing Battle Royale solo. Like, I don't realize how freaking broken um, the R90 shotgun is with Dragon Breath and Battle Royale. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, it kills most people in like one to two shots. And the other thing I found out, I didn't realize this at first because I was uh, when you first like drop in. I'll usually grab like an Uzi or something. I find it. I've been grabbing whatever that is, that little sawed-off shotgun thing. And I found if you actually pick up um, stopping power with that thing, it kills anybody in one shot, no matter what. 
full armor, full everything, they're getting one shot with that gun. Horrible. I'm like, it holy so shit. I was like, okay, I'm picking this horrible. I'm picking this up. <laughs> Just make it easier and easier for bads to play. I thought that's what you wanted. Easier? No, a shotgun to actually kill someone when you hit them point blank. Not in one hit, unless you get right, like, if you hit them with all the pellets, I want the game to work like it should work. Like, it, the, the, the damage should be, uh, what do you call it, registered by pellet. So if I shoot you at point blank range, but I hit you in the arm and half the pellets don't hit you, it shouldn't just kill you. But I'm sure since it's Call of Duty, if I shoot you in the arm and only a quarter of the bullets hit you, you still get dropped in one hit because everything registers as a Is full damage Is there any hit. game that registers a shotgun by pellet? I don't even know how What that's the possible. fuck do you think PUBG does, dude? I don't think so. That's exactly how PUBG works. If I shoot you in chest and you have level three armor on, the pellets I hit you in the chest do way less damage than the pellets I hit you in the arms. I think that there's just a spread rate. When you no, that's them. literally how PUBG works. By the pellet, I doubt. And before it used to work with the with the penetration thing. So if your arm was in the way and the bullet went through your arm, it would do less damage to your body because it went through your arm. Mm-hmm. They removed that because it was caused in lag. But yes. It has physics built in so stuff many, for that sort of thing. How many pellets come out of a shotgun shell in this game? Well, I'm not sure on that. <laughs> but that's how the game works. The game works in a way where it's not about how close you are. If I have to hit you with the spread to do full damage. If I don't hit you with the full spread, it does less damage. I don't think I'm not sure, but I don't think Call of Duty, Duty works like that. I just don't think they put the effort into their damage calculations like that. As we've seen where you shoot someone through a window and the gun is in the way, but the bullet goes through the gun and hits them and does the same amount of damage and kills them in one hit. Like, Grim, I don't think they Grim. can calculate that. You're missing the fact the good portion of the guns, um, the shotguns, um, are most of them start with slug rounds. You have to choose to have widespread, which is the pellets. Um, and the only game right now that actually has real what a slug round can do is Battlefield. And people get pissed about it because you can actually almost snipe people with a slug round because that actually is how it is in real life. Um, um, and people get pissed about it, but it's actually realistic. And PUBG, I was pissed off about because PUBG, the first half a year, no shotguns out... have slugs. None of the shotguns in them games have slugs. No, the, oh, in, 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 Call, in Call of Duty and Battlefield, they do. No, I, you said PUBG. I was cutting you off. No, no, in PUBG, no. there are no slugs and no shotguns. No, no, so Maybe the, the new reason, one is a slug gun. I haven't okay. played enough to know the so, new one. The reason why I was pissed off about PUBG is because um, originally, or the first half of the year the game came out, the shotguns were actually close to what they would actually do damage-wise, okay? Um, but people were getting too pissed about it because you could kill most people in one to two shots, which is real, which is the realistic thing. If you hit them straight up, you're going to kill them in one to two shots, even if they have armor, um, which is the way it should have been. And well, actually, they, if and you're not using, nerf, and then they that's it. not true at all. If you're not using the slug, it's extremely hard for shotgun rounds to pe- uh, penetrate Kevlar. So if you have a chest, if you have a chest body like a chest armor on, and someone shoots you in the chest with with a shotgun, and it's not like slug, there's a good chance that most of the bullets they may penetrate through the armor, but they'll get like a quarter of an inch into your skin. They'll fuck up the other parts that aren't covered, but well, it, it Kevlar on, stops shotgun rounds unless it's like. Slug rounds. Well, it depends on how many uh, pellets are in the the slug or in the. But yeah, yeah. Bullet. So, but like, um, for instance, like what the equivalent is a stopping power. So, what that actually is, if you don't know the description, a stopping power has been in Call of Duty for a long time. It's slugged hollow points with a shotgun. 
which is like like that stupid amount of damage. Like that's why it kills somebody in one shot. First like, of all, though, complaining that like, that's holy damage, crap. <laughs> coming from you. You shouldn't be complaining at all because you're the bitch that likes one-hit kills with sniper rifles no matter where well, you Well, yeah, of course. I want that. Okay? If Call of Duty is not a realistic game. If the game was realistic, it'd probably be worse. Okay? They, they disguise the realism with stupidity. If you're going to complain about being able to be killed by a shotgun in one hit, then I have every right to complain about a guy blind-firing at me from 200 yards out well, with no, a machine gun and downing me instantly with, like, one to two rounds through no, my I'm, armor completely no i'm normally running the r90 now um because it's just so crazy like with the dragon breath because that's a slug round like i can hit someone clear across like uh like an area where you're fighting with that and kill them in like two shots because the game itself it's is like dude the game is clown shoes call of duty is clown shoes damage makes no sense because they just give you they uh, they keep doing the updates right and you think, oh, they're going to adjust the damage. They don't adjust the damage. They just bring another gun above the other one. So like a while ago, it was the foul killing people in two bullets. Now it's the shotgun killing people in one bullet. Well, no, Next week, it'll be a machine gun killing people in one bullet. They did nerf oh. the foul. It actually does take like five rounds now. Well, they did, not, they did have a, a, a season six uh, trailer. Hooray. They, they, they nerfed it. What's the next gun that needs to be nerfed? It's whatever they want to be the most broken gun to get people hyped about playing their new gun. It changes every month. What like the guns are so oh. broken that every month another gun is extremely broken. Okay, explain if it's about the new gun, then how did the kilo end up as the no? Top I'm not gun? saying the new gun is the gun you buy. I mean the next gun when they do their balance when they do their 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 new patch and they put all their new shit together. Whatever, a next gun, gun rises. Is broken. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 a gun rises to be retardedly broken, and then after a couple of months, they nerf that, and another one becomes retardedly broken because they don't really care about balancing it. They like that every time a new gun rises up to be completely broken, because then more people are playing to level that gun, it's and so they're it, probably it's like there's a slider. So when they pull from one gun, it goes onto another gun by accident. Yeah, uh, and, and they probably and... do it on purpose because then people go and buy XP boosters. So that they can boost the gun up that they don't have boosted, and they can make money off of it. Uh, like Shit, I don't, I don't okay. have a foul powered but, up. Oh wait, so the thing is thing. about XP boosters. I don't get anybody who actually why you would buy those. I have so many XP boosters, it's stupid, and I've never bought one, and I've never paid for one battle pass. I like, have absolutely none, dude. No, I have none for. I have. I've. I have XP boosters. I have none for gun XP. Oh, I have so many for both, like, and that and Battle Pass. I have, like, a shit ton for all three of them. And, like, I, it's just from playing the game. Yeah, but Nate, so Nate you're not the target for this shit, dude. You're <laughs> not. They're targeting the casual like me who doesn't play that much, so he doesn't have all that shit, but wants to be competitive on the nights when he plays with his friends and goes, shit, my gun is broken now, but this other gun is a hundred times more powerful than everything. I should probably get a booster so I can level that up in a half an afternoon instead of spending a couple of days doing it because I don't have time to play for a couple of days. That's why they do it, dude. You can't tell me that they are accidentally breaking these guns every time they patch. And it's not a little bit. It's not like, oh, this game gun's a little better. It's like, this gun's 100%. Every other gun's like 60%. Then they nerf it down, and the next gun is 100%. So in PUBG, each shotgun has uh, the each shell is nine shot. The double and the pump do twenty five damage, 
And the S12K does 22 damage. Yeah. But if you don't hit with all the pellets, it does less. Yeah. What about the automatic? What about the Each pellet does 25 per this pellet. Is that what you're saying this per pellet? Years ago. Uh, well, if you have level one armor, you get hit by six pellets, it's 30% reduction. Yeah. If you get if you have level three armor and hit by nine pellets, it's fifty five percent. Yeah. So. So every pellet counts. So if you miss half those pellets with a shot, you're not doing anywhere near as much damage. I just don't think Call of Duty has that in it. I could be wrong, but it, it, Call of Duty feels to me like every gun feels the same, with the exception of how the recoil and how much damage it does. It doesn't matter what assault rifle gun you have. It just matters what kind of attachments to keep the thing steady when you're firing it. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I change my gun all the time, and it, I don't feel any difference other than how much recoil it is and how quickly they die, which is basically damage. Well, but yeah. in like PUBG, dude, I, I mull until I got hooked on the SKS, my favorite gun. I was always mulling over what ones to use, constantly changing up. Because they all feel like they are different. Very different in the way their damage and penetration works. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. So I don't feel, I feel like the gun system probably doesn't keep that in. But again, I don't know Call of Duty as well. You guys, I could be wrong. I don't know. We will see what happens. But let's get into the first topic. So, um, Amnesia, the Dark Descent on its 10 year anniversary, which is crazy, made the game. Open source, uh, which is pretty cool. That means that much like what fans have been able to do with the source code of Doom, they're able to start creating their own games, um, which is really, really neat. Um, if anybody has never played like Amnesia, it's one of the best games on PC. Um, a Machine for Pigs wasn't as good. It was okay. It was more of a murder mystery. It wasn't really scary. Um, where amnesia was just like, you know where you're going. You're walking through this just random like castle thing and out of the blue, you're getting scared and something's coming and it's getting darker. Oh no, no. It, yeah. It's, it's that the whole time. And you're just kind of wandering around. Um, and I won't, even though it's been 10 years, I still won't spoil the storyline of what actually happens and who you are. But so you have to play it to find out. Apparently the, there's a third one coming out next month. Yes, there is. There is. It's been in the making for like what four years now? Jeez. Yeah, four or five years. It's been a while. Um, they stream on Twitch uh, during the making a few times, which is kind of cool. Um, so hopefully it's actually scary. Like I know, like, and they said they did take the criticism from the second one. They said we know it, we we kind of missed the mark a little bit on the second one. So hopefully this one's going to live up to the original game's like standards. I really, really hope so. Okay. The next one. So former Blizzard CEO, My Mike Morheim. announces Morheim. 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 Talk about God correctly. Anyway, announced his new game company. Um, He left Blizzard in 2018. He also was the co-founder in 1991 of the company. Um, His new company is called Dreamhaven. Um, and it's a combination of publishers and developers with common goal to empower creators help bring their ideas to life and create original gaming experiences that foster meaningful connections between players. All bullshit. 
Um, Mike, part, Mike yeah. shut up and just make not World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, please. Yeah, <laughs> as part of the announcement, Dreamhaven also revealed its two internal studios, Moonshot Games and Secret Door. All making a better World of Warcraft. Um, or I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, dude. No. dude. He's the reason why World of Warcraft is so great. Him and the few other people that no longer work at Blizzard. Can yeah, you so... Please- make a better version so in a sense he kind of hints at this in this interview like here um that activision is the main reason why he left dude activision is there have been other reasons why world of warcraft has started to fall but activision is one of the prime reasons why um world of warcraft is on a decline Hmm. so so moonshot is headed by a trio of blizzard veterans including uh, former Hearthstone lead Jason uh, Chaos, uh, StarCraft II director Dustin Brower, Browder, and uh, and Hearthstone creator director Ben Thompson. Those very early days when we think about Moonshot, we mentioned in the studio yeah, 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 about Moonshot. Anyway, uh, Secret Door, meanwhile, is similarly led by a team of former Blizzard developers, including Chris uh, Siget, um, Hearthstone. Um, Alan Dabari, Dabari, Dabiri, 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 whatever his name is. Anyway, uh, who also worked on Warcraft three and Starcraft two, and Eric Dobbs, designer of World of Warcraft. Dodds with a and D. <laughs> Dodds, Dodds, and Warcraft, and uh, so these are some like really key people of games I know, like that I have played like a lot of and like, especially like Warcraft three and Starcraft two. Holy crap. Like these are some big people. Dude. Those are the people that made world of Warcraft as good as it is. Yeah. And I keep preaching this because you are a tool, Nate, because you refuse to ever pay for like a subscription. But if you had played world of Warcraft, when it came out, you would understand why I love that game so much. And you would have been just a big, as big a fan. It was fun. I played a lot of it. Like, you would have played that thing with me for two years straight every day. So I guarantee thing, you. So the big thing that he stresses in this interview and over again is that he's going to give his developers creative control. Which, okay, so if you I don't take, care about that. He should just make them make a new game. That's okay, World so, Warcraft. So, yeah, we don't know actually what games are coming out of the studio yet. We have no idea. Um, because it's fairly new. But... It seems like in this interview, he left Activision in 2018 and now forms a new company with a whole bunch of people that made Blizzard what it is. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, Hold on. So Blizzard what it is and basically pointing out kind of in like a haphazard way because he says it so many times is that in a sense, when Activision took over, they lost creative control. Yeah. Dude, no shit. Dude, when Activision bought Blizzard... The item shop came like three months, like a year later, and every expansion since then has been a decline in quality and an uptick in like useless shit you have to do. Like you have to play the game every day nonstop now. When before it was like get to 60, you play once a week if you want to go on like a raid with your buddies, but you didn't have to grind all day long to do that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've ruined that whole thing. So, I would like to pitch a game to Mike Moheim. All right, Mike? You listening? <laughs> it's called 
pop. Pals of ownership. ownership. It's a World of Warcraft ripoff for PvP. <laughs> well, we'll see. Because I okay, so I'm instead really, of orcs, you have torques. So I'm really hoping we get like I would love a StarCraft, a, like a StarCraft S type game, but I would really, really like a original, like a Warcraft RTS style RTS. No, no. No, I, I really, it. really want to work. They need, to, they need to do an MMO and revitalize MMO world. So also, oh. also the whole point of them doing an MMO, MMO would also be that they would probably drain most of the fan base from World of Warcraft, which would hurt Activision, and Activision deserves to be hurt because they are shit destroying well, things people care about. Well, yeah, I think it's two companies, so yeah, one could work on of a MMO. Um. But I want a really good RTS from Blizzard. Like, well, not Blizzard, but from these guys that have made some amazing RTSs. RTSs um, are dead, though. No, they're not. Yes, they are, dude. StarCraft is still the most popular one, and it's dead. Someone needs to revitalize it, but I don't think it's them. I don't know. Um, Iron Harvest is actually gaining a lot of ground. Iron Harvest is pretty good. Good job! It's gaining a lot of ground in the indie circle. It's probably got, like, half a million people playing it. That's the problem. Like, if you want to be a major player in multiplayer, you can't be running around with a million people playing your game. You got to get up into the 20s and 30 million people like freaking uh, like League of Legends and shit, or else you're just, nobody's paying attention to you. Well, Iron Harvest is big enough to have an eSport already like being funded by them. Yeah, but I, I've made this argument before. Is it an eSport or is it an attempt to be an eSport? Because you don't know how long it's going to last and you don't know if it's going to have a viable market of players being paid. Think about think about this. Blizzard dropped Heroes of the Storm and pumped a ton of money into that game. And after two years, the Heroes of the Storm League died. So there's an East, they're attempting an eSport, which is awesome. Doesn't mean it's going to succeed. Hopefully it will. It doesn't mean it will. That's my point there. Like, I would love it. I would love that, dude. I would Holy love crap. Well, a real eSport, the... e man. Like, well, I would love a strategy RPGs to come back. I just don't believe that they're going to. Well, um, and it seems like for, well, for Iron Harvest, they kind of took the spot of Company of Heroes because Company of Heroes kind of died off. And it's the same kind of premise. It's plays the, the same. Company of Heroes is the game that did not get the credit it needed. Um, it, that is a highly skill-based yeah, uh, well, game. This plays just like Company of Heroes. Um, and, like, for instance, they've already had, like, holy shit. There's been so many major tournaments already for uh, Iron Harvest. I didn't yeah, realize are they major or are they just tournaments? Um, some of them are the winning prizes are $500,000. Like, that's a lot of money. That's cool. That means someone's floating it to try to keep it to do it. That's a the, lot of damn money. The question is, will it last? That's the, the worry. Like, it, it's hard to, to last as an eSport. It really is. I mean, truthfully, when you look at it, you, the only ones that have lasted are like, what's it called? Um, Counter-Strike, League of Legends, StarCraft, and as much as I dislike Call of Duty eSport because it's like monkeys beeping a football, Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like eSports die all the time, and it's it's depressing. Hmm. It's very hard to get it, but I mean, this is not just, looks like it's got seasons too, so that might be a thing. It's not just like tournaments, there's actual preseason and the, the Yeah, there stuff. is. 
Yeah, and it's a pretty yeah. They've and done a really behind, good job. ESL behind it, so maybe they'll get something going with that dude. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be real nice. Um, but like when I say dead, I just mean like it. They're on life support, dude. They don't have a lot of people watching them. Even the GSL doesn't have a lot of people watching them anymore. Well, that's because it's StarCraft. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. StarCraft. Because... StarCraft's design is why it died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, the ideas are great. Like the whole high ground, low ground, and like base that you can tunnel off and all that stuff. They're all great. But what it ended up doing was leading to a very stagnant style of play in comparison to the original World of, uh, StarCraft. Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that kind of hurt its fan base. I still watch it from time to time, but. Yeah, and know. some of the top players, like, it's still the same players that still play all the time. Like, holy crap, these guys have been playing since the beginning. It's like, very hard to get new players in when, when people are playing um, the far more watched and far more popular League of Legends. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, League of Legends, really, you could say they killed, <laughs> like, StarCraft as an esport. They they buried everything pretty much. Well, yeah, pretty much. Separate Counter Strike. Yeah, but Counter Strike's a different style of game. You're not going to kill a first person shooter, really. But like, the people playing StarCraft and playing World of Warcraft were also playing League of Legends because they were very close to similar in some ways. Yeah, and that's how you get hooked on that stuff. Where do you go to see this, dude? Like, I'm trying to find like an actual tournament. But all I'm finding is single videos on YouTube, and I don't want single videos. I would want, I, I would like like a full blown. Uh, I know someone's done by the ESL. Yeah, I'm trying to find like a tournament. Um. Okay. Anyway, so we don't because we have to get into the big topic eventually here. So <laughs> let's get into the Razer topic. So Razer made wireless versions of its most popular accessories. I know Bazinga, you post this topic, so I'm guessing you're excited about this. Uh, not really. I'm not big into the wireless myself. I know you are though, but yeah. uh, I know you're not a big fan of Razer. No. But basically, they're 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 just cutting the cords. It it looks like a regular size uh, what 104 key uh Black Widow chroma without the uh cable, and then they got the Death Adder without a cable, and then they have these these headphones the headphones look kind of cool uh they 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 look more like a studio headphone i don't know what the quality of them is but uh i'm sure the mic sucks but it's called the black shark v2 yeah Um, yeah but they uh it's the first time that the their wireless headsets have been uh they use uh what did it say here it's gone of course I think it uses the 2.5 gigahertz now instead of like uh, a dongle or the dongle that it uses. Where is it? Yeah. What the hell? It's like they changed the freaking. Uh... Maybe I clicked on it. There we go. Ooh, oh, THS, THX spatial audio. Oh, okay. And. Uh... Yeah, it's got forty. It's got fifty millimeter drivers, which is different because most headphones get forty. Uh, it's got stereo sound and a three point five millimeter jack. Uh, it's got this hyper clear cardioid mic, but I'm not sure how good that is. Uh, but okay, so I don't mind their pricing. Like I think the headset is a little overpriced. Um, 
uh, the mouse is about the right price range for a high-end wireless mouse. Yeah, the, the keyboard is ridiculous. Uh, so. But the keyboard is just stupid, okay? Because I actually have a high-end keyboard in front of me. And high-end, like, and it's not wireless, but it's only $150. But, like, high-end wireless keyboards are not close to that, I don't think. Like, for on the middle of the road, which is Razer is. Razer is, like, the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, they're not really high-end, so. 200 hours, though. That's a long time. Yeah, but, but what do you, like if if you if you normally have a keyboard at your desk, why does it have to be wireless? Well, unless, yeah, unless you're traveling all the time, why do you need a wireless keyboard? Well, yeah, that's the thing. You don't really like the mouse. I understand if you're using a laptop. It's really strange that that information is not on here now about the uh, headset. <laughs> it's so weird. Because it said it uses, uh, you can use a cord or it uses a, a wireless technology that it's never used before. But whatever. Mm. <laughs> and the know. Death Adder V2 Pro, I have, I have a Death Adder somewhere. I've got the uh, Mamba now. But I still want to get the uh, one of those keyboards though, because it's got a nice uh, wrist rest. Because the uh, I need one for my hands to go numb. Even like the Corsair, which I think Corsair makes distinctly more higher end products than than Razer. Mm -hmm. They're more durable. They last longer. Like just in general, their software is better. Um, are only like one hundred and thirty dollars, one hundred forty dollars for their wireless keyboards. Well, they only have one. They only have their, uh, what is it? The K, it's like only has red lights on it or something like that. No, no, no. They have an RGB one. No, they don't. We, we, no, we they went, do. We I just, pulled, the, I just pulled up on him. I just pulled oh, up on him. Oh, God, stop buying it. I, I we just pulled up on him. <laughs> I, I just pulled that one up on Amazon, the, the RGB one. The K57 RGB. Wireless. Yeah, I know. It's wireless. It must have just came out. No, no, this this is the older one because it doesn't. They're out of stock right now. Weird. Yeah. Yep, they're out of stock right now. But you can call them. It's like yeah, it's a Corsair K fifty seven RGB. Um. So yeah, that's yeah. I would definitely say. So yeah, I don't see the point. Like, and obviously, like what you just pointed out, um, a lot of the high-end gaming, like a lot of the high-end like keyboard companies, don't necessarily do too many wireless keyboards. And the reason why is like what you just said. Like, it's at your desk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the more popular high-end wireless keyboards are smaller, and they're usually um around like I would say like K sixty like around like they're not too many keys on them mm -hmm. um and they're they're a lot tighter and they're made to go you know, I mean put it in your bag but they're mechanical they're high-end they're durable um and those don't even go for like 200 and some odd dollars so i think they're just way off on that price like it is not worth that guys yeah it's a little pricey I don't. Anyway, so. 
So apparently that that keyboard has to be plugged in to use the full advantage of the the customer key colors. Okay, yeah. So what is the point? You're just spending two hundred some dollars for? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking but... about the Corsair one. Oh no. Okay, so it works. So the way it works with Corsair, just like it does with any wireless product, is you have to to plug it to program you, you have to plug... you make a sacrifice. no 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 to program it you have to have it plugged in once it's programmed and set you can unplug it you just can't change anything once it's unplugged no it's only available when it's plugged in oh the rgb the rgb yeah because it would it would drain the battery too quick um well yeah Oh, the batteries now use a replaceable, but what what companies have replaceable batteries these days? The batteries are fairly easy to replace anyway, but yeah. um Okay, so um with remakes coming, obviously the big big one was Dark uh Demon Souls. But now, so this was super iconic when it came out. It was groundbreaking, it was monumentous for its time. Metal Gear Solid, when it came out was huge and now we're getting i guess exclusive ps5 full remake so that's gonna be pretty neat if there's actually if this is yeah this is what's happening not and it's not a remaster obviously yeah they're saying that this is gonna that the the metal gear solid will be a complete overhaul remake and uh two three and four are gonna be remasters HD remasters. So it is. So it's not exclusive, everybody. It is coming to PC. Well, it seems like everything exclusive these days comes to PC anyway. So that's dude. Exclusive. It's been. It was thrown out the window like three years ago when Microsoft started claiming that everything on PC is also a Microsoft exclusive. So the name means nothing anymore. It's just stupid. (laughs) No, an actual an actual exclusive is like. Final Fantasy VII Remake. You're not playing that anywhere else but a PS4 right now. Yeah. An exclusive is God of War. Period. Yeah. 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 Just because Microsoft has owns Windows. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but developers can develop games on Microsoft Windows without paying a licensing fee. And when they sell a game on Steam, Microsoft doesn't get money from that. No. So they don't own the platform. No, they don't. Fucking oh god, nothing pisses me off than the other stupidity. Utter stupidity, dude. Um, Continue. Anyway, so real quick before we get into this next topic, because this next topic is a pretty heavy topic, I guess you could say, because it's a pretty big topic with Bethesda. But we'll we'll make a statement real quick on so the since the last podcast. The PS5, the Xbox Series X, and the new NVIDIA cards all sold out within, like, minutes. Um, I don't know about you, but, like, I don't think we've seen that happen in a while, in a long time. Um, like, I remember the launch of the PS4 and the Xbox One, and they did not sell out. Nor did the tw- nor did the two thousand series from Nvidia. Nvidia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the problem with the what? Nvidia one is they had uh, there was a lot of pe- people that made bots that automatically order- ordered them. 
and then okay, but... they went and put them on to to, to eBay, and, no. and then somebody else made a bot that automatically raised the prices. That's why they were like eighty thousand dollars because uh... somebody made a bot that bid on the stuff to make it go that high, uh, and then they okay. canceled Any... their order because they didn't, you know, they weren't going to do it to 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 get back at the people that were basically scalping the cards. Yeah, no, I know that, but I'm saying we haven't seen this in past history. That's the point. No, no, that's I mean, like this is kind of unprecedented. Um, and I was actually looking up because I didn't realize I didn't because I was like, wait, is Xbox actually launching worldwide? And they actually did. They launched pre-orders worldwide. Um, so it's like pretty crazy. Like the only thing that you'll find there might be some S's around. No, you if you want to order from outside the UK and America, you can find one in pretty much every other state country. I've been reading NeoGAF all day. Well, that's the France, only place they have it. France, cannot New find Zealand, France, New Zealand, Australia, Finland, the list goes on. You can find one on these other places. So, and again, these are not their strong points. So of course, people are not buying them there. They're going to buy them up in the UK and in the US. They don't sell in any of these other things. I've been saying that for years. That hasn't changed. Well, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Like, they don't sell in these other territories. They mean, and I would expect they probably didn't send much to these territories in the first place because they, they know they can sell them in America and in the UK. I mean, I wouldn't send that many over. The, like, I would send, like, 10 to New Zealand if I was Microsoft because it's a waste of units. They're going to sell in America without a doubt. Yeah. I but mean, there are people there are people on NeoGAF uh, posting like receipts of them buying one an hour ago, two hours ago in other countries. They, and, just they, getting them, and just getting them sent over to America? No, just people that are live in those other countries. NeoGAF is filled with people, dude. Oh, okay. It's just people that live in those countries going, I just got my pre-order through or I got mine yesterday. I got mine 10 minutes ago. Like, But the, the thing that really, really shocked me is we were proven right, or at least I was, when I said people were going to be confused because I forgot to put the, li the link in, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Slack, because I wanted to talk about it. The Xbox One X sales jumped 747% on Amazon when they, when they opened up pre-orders for the new systems because people were confused and started buying the old system thinking it's the new system. <laughs> because the naming... Because oh, well, yeah. the naming so, Xbox One X S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series SX, Xbox Series XSS. Like the the name is confusing. XSS. What? Yeah. I'm just I'm making fun of the fact that <laughs> no, like, and and that's the one thing I've seen every single critic point out that Xbox your naming absolutely sucks balls. But that just means sucks. that more people would have bought it if it was possible. Yeah, but it also means that more people just spent. Hard-earned money that they might not realize until they get the system because of your terrible marketing, and that yeah, might they, turn you off. Well, yeah, Keep in mind all, that they can send it back. And get their money yes, back. but that's what happened to Nintendo. Nintendo yeah, had that same yeah. problem when the Wii, the Wii U came out. People did that, and then they didn't go back. They were like, "Well, I'm not getting a Wii now; it's sold out," and they gave up on it. Like you <laughs> don't want people missing out on an opportunity to buy your system because they bought the wrong one because you named the thing so stupidly. Yeah, and Nintendo yeah, did it they, once and learned their lessons. Xbox has done it like seven times now. <laughs> no, they, they've done it twice, but okay. 
Um, X. Okay, so yeah, the Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Why are you calling it the Xbox? The Xbox One S. The Xbox One. The Xbox. Oh, what was it? Where? What the, the, the name of the Xbox the One was. X, that like, was a. T- honestly, that was a yeah, terrible was name. name. Yeah. Just like, like, what? They should have just been like 362 or something. I know that sounds like stupid, but it's brand recognition. Well, no, they could just go with like the go with the whole idea. Go like call it the Xbox 1080 or something. Then the Xbox 490. Like uh, no. keep on going with that trend. That's no, fine, but no, keep with the trend. No, I believe I believe that firmly that it would be smarter to just keep naming it the same thing. Like over, it's much smarter for them to do Xbox 362, even though that sounds stupid, because it's still. People go in and go, oh, it's another one of the ones that I love. You see Xbox One, and some people, and there are some stupid people out there, see it and go, is it like the 360? I don't know. It's not named the 360. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, people are stupid. They, like, we were joking around in, in Facebook the other day about this. Sorry, PS4, PS5, PS3 is a reason why these things are selling, one of the reasons why it's selling $100 million every time. The fans know exactly what they're getting. They just add the number up one more time. Old old grandma wants to buy the system. Johnny, what do you want? I want a PS5. Walk in, PS5. Done. I want an Xbox One XS. Can I get an Xbox One S? Which, which one? XS or X Series S? I'm not sure. He said Xbox One XS. Walks out with an Xbox X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's very fucking confusing. Yeah, it's it's really stupid. Um, hopefully somebody gets fired for all that stupid shit. Oh, uh, all right, Nate. This whole time I've been doing a little bit of research on this keyboard you say exists. So, yeah. Corsair does not make a wireless, a mechanical RGB keyboard. That is a uh, mem can, uh, just a regular keyboard. It's just a wireless RGB gaming keyboard. No mechanical. Because it's not even listed on their website, the K57. That's why I was like, where in the hell is this K57 freaking keyboard? It's right on Amazon. Yeah, it's it's yeah, but it's not a mechanical. And it's not mechanical. It's not mechanical. The 57s are not mechanical. Ah. Uh. That's why it's not listed like on their main page, because the mechanical one is a K sixty three with the ice blue LED or a blue LED. I knew I wasn't going crazy. <laughs> just trying to get the correct information out to our listeners. Well, it's still a wireless. Key- we didn't even say mechanical that we were talking about it, though. We were just saying wireless keyboard. Well, that's why they're so expensive is because they're mechanical but still $220 is still it's, a little it's too still high. too high <laughs> it's too high it's still, still too high okay so Bethesda has been bought by Microsoft um and obviously people are like oh this is going to be exclusive so um like Grim was just pointing out there was an interview today with some of the Microsoft people um Battletoad all... says Microsoft is better than Sony just um anyway so um <laughs> Anyway, so they did point out like all the games that are exclusive to Sony PS5 are still exclusive to Sony PS5. What they had basically everything um, like Bethesda has announced will still be coming out yes. for the systems. 
So yeah. um, I'm not concerned until 2030 when they finally get done with Starfield and and the uh, Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls. Yeah, like, I, but like, but we the only also, two games I ever bought from them anyway is but we also had from multiple sources within these articles like um, that they are still giving full distributing rights to Bethesda still. Yes. Um. So they're they're really just bought it so they could get money. Yeah, um, I don't think and, they're gonna and maybe go have maybe at most have some like added features on the Xbox edition of them. Yeah, um, I don't. You I don't play think as Master Chief in the next uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, but <laughs> like obviously this is it's fairly big news. Like um, Bethesda is a very well known company. They've been around for years, um, forever. They've put Skyrim on everything they can see. Um, they've obviously responsible for the Doom series as well, as long as Fallout. Um, even though Obsidian did a way better job making Fallout. <laughs> um, that's a whole other. Discussion though, so they're a really well-known company. Obviously, is somewhat of an achievement. I can understand why, as a company, you'd be proud you bought this company, um, because they do put out a good amount of decent games. But it seems like they're not going to upset their time frames or anything like that. Uh, like Grim was pointing out, they actually who knows what they're going to do as far as like, because now they're on the board, like what the company's doing and stuff, what's happening, uh, whether they force games to be pushed out sooner than they should be. Yeah, my, my concern is because could actually it, happen. My concern revolves around Game Pass, as I've said before. I don't believe it's sustainable to pay this kind of money to first buy a studio and then also have them spend three, four hundred million on big game, big costly games hmm. when you're you're only making back a fraction of the money because it all. It your what you get from Game Pass to your studio would most likely, I would guess, depends on how much money, how many downloads you get. So if you download five hundred, say five million, uh, this game's downloaded five million times. Are they getting back the the forty five to fifty bucks they would get with every purchase of the game if they sold it in a store or something? Because if they're not getting that chunk, I don't see how these studios make that much money. And this argument has been made before about Game Pass. The studios that are claiming they're making money are all these little indie studios that would like, well, we sold a thousand copies on Steam and now we have like 50,000 downloads. Yeah, because you sold a thousand copies on Steam, dude. Your game's going to download more if it's free. Okay, so... But okay. like, I don't see how like the next Elder Scrolls makes back its entire budget okay, and makes so, money. So I can say this with somewhat of confidence mm -hmm. um, because there's an industry that already went through this years ago. Do we know what that industry is, people? Don't say Netflix, because if you look no. at Netflix, no, 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 a lot of their big no, video no. Anyway, so does anybody know what the industry is? Oh, go ahead, whatever, dude, because you like to pull out the stupid lawnmowers. No, okay. So the music industry uh -huh. went through this already. Um, for when, for instance, like we go back to the days of Napster, um, they were so mad that music ended up digitally. Okay. These music companies were all pissed off, okay? And there was all kinds of things that went on. Piracy was on its all-time high up until the first streaming services showed up, which I think was <laughs> I, I think it was iTunes. I'm not probably they might have been they were one definitely one of the first, along with Napster, when Napster went official. Well, iTunes didn't stream though. You could buy the music from Yeah, iTunes. you could buy the music. 
Um, they didn't have a streaming. I'm not service, sure what the like, first one, but like Pandora. Um, yeah, this is a, there was this is an Apple's first so, orange oh, argument. So, so just no, the so point. Kill it. So anyway, so the point is like a lot of these like uh, like a lot of these industries like the music record labels were all pissed off and saying how are we going to get money for these bands like this isn't viable like they were all pissed off when streaming services first hit okay a lot of them were then they saw how popular how many people were willing to pay like spotify like $10 $15 a month or how much you pay for iTunes a month for their music service or Amazon music Google music it was like holy crap and then when you realize like if you say you're you're a band and you put your music on like all of those services and give them all licensing well now you're getting revenue from all of them and you're and in the end they actually are making more okay. than when oh. they were hold up so they were making more before than they were actually selling physical albums they actually make more now on physical on selling okay. their music um, on a streaming service than they did actual physical media okay um i'm going to kill your argument very very simply it doesn't cost $500 million to make a in, uh, music album or even a single track. Your argument doesn't fit because it's easy to sell these things at 99 cents on an Apple store or to put it on your subscription Napster on your um, Spotify or whatever, because they don't cost that much to make. A rapper goes into a goddamn studio and sp spends whatever the studio cost is to throw out a couple of mumbling lines and make a billion dollars. It literally doesn't cost anywhere near the amount of money it costs to make a game to produce a, uh, an album or even a single track. No, Period. it does because okay. So, so anybody doesn't know? Well, actually, Bob Bazinga knows this. Um, in the music industry, so the big portion of sales and stuff that the record label is responsible for that they have to pay out because the amount of cost to prepare a show and to prepare a tour are up into those millions of dollars. They make that money back from the tour itself and it still doesn't reach upwards of 5 million a uh, 500 million the 250 million that games cost and number two that most of that money is spent on marketing it doesn't cost miley cyrus 500 million dollars to put together a tour and travel around the country no it just it, doesn't it, it, it's probably it's probably close it's probably close probably to that, up there. no it's probably no because you got to pay even all if those people that are going. If even you have, if it's if you have anybody playing with you, you have to pay them. Even if it's tour, the tour cost upwards of that, they're still already making that back. But my point being is the reason why they're on Spotify and all that is because it doesn't cost that much to produce the music that they're selling on those things. It doesn't cost like the, the cost ratio of what they're making. Of course, they're making a ton of money. It doesn't cost anything for them to put the song on that station and to put it together. Maybe the tour may cost a ton of money, but it doesn't cost them on making the thing. Making the next Halo costs a hell of a lot more than making the next Miley Cyrus album. And that's why the streaming thing is different. They, you're paying 60 bucks for a goddamn game versus 99 cents or, or 15 bucks for an album. It can, but it can get up there because I'm reading like uh, a, a single that Rihanna came out with cost $78,000 to make. One single. $78,000. I know, but you, you got to understand. Okay, 12 songs, 12 songs on the CD. Add that up. Doesn't even reach a million. Yeah, that's only one. We're talking about now. It's just a different market, but still, it's the same idea. Yeah. But, yes, but the point being is you're not paying 
the, the company, the, the studio doesn't have to pay five hundred million to make a game to make a CD, and compared to make a game. Neither do the gaming like, companies, but they're paying, spending it out on adding ads. Yeah, but there's even a hundred million. Like if if the next Halo costs a hundred million and downloads five five million copies on on game, uh, what do you call it? Game Pass. Five million at if you take out the cut, it's something like forty forty dollars is what they say they make off of each game. Five hundred five uh five million times forty is a hell of a lot more than whatever they're gonna get off of Game Pass unless Microsoft is literally paying them forty bucks per download. Like they have to cover the cost of the game itself in the store, and there's no way they're doing that. Whatever they're making in the store, they're not going to there's no way. Unless they're getting like five times the downloads, and most games will not do that. No, Hell, Forza got Forza has like ten million players. They have five million more downloads than they than they had purchases. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think I mean, I, I think it. I think it's a viable market. I think it'll work. It. I don't think it's as vi- it's viable. When you realize what they're going to have to do to the, the gaming industry to do it, they're going to gut budgets and make games on the level of like State of Decay and Sea of Thieves. That's what's going to happen. You're going to get more and more games with services in them to pay to buy like loot boxes and stuff like that and less quality. And before you say that's not true, I'll point out that since Activision bought Blizzard and it started throwing that shit in every one of their games, the quality of their games has plummeted. Well, yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole other story, though. But that happens with everything. Remember Warner Brothers? People loved Arkham Asylum, right? People loved the first um, Lord of the Rings game, right? Then they threw in all this shit and started servicing Isaac to make more money, cut the budgets of these games, and now nobody likes the new Batman games and the last... The last uh, what do you call it? Uh, Lord of the Rings game was a joke when it came to how much it ripped you off. Mark my words. Game Pass is going to reduce the quality of games because they're going to make less off of them, but it's going to be constant and less of a risk. That's why they're doing it. They don't have to... Then, If they make a game for Game Pass, it's guaranteed to do something, and they're guaranteed to get some money from Game Pass. If they make a game that's not for Game Pass and it's shit, there's a 50-50 chance nobody buys it and they make no money at all. Yeah, but you got to think there are some games that are really, like, for instance, there's a ton of games out there that are completely free that make a ton of money that probably cost them more than a couple million to make. Yes. There are hits in every category. You're not going to get... It's like phone games. You guys say there's there's some good phone games out there. Yeah. 80% of them are shit, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how it is in every market. There'll yeah. be there'll be some that rise to the top, but the pro- my point is all all these games will have smaller budgets because they they're taking guaranteed money over huge money. Again, if Microsoft is paying them money to put their games day one, they're guaranteeing a return. So there's less of a chance that they could lose money on the game when they release it. No, AAA title ain't gonna lose money in general. Oh, they already started, because- dude. Triple A quality has gotten worse for a while now, dude. Um, I mean, every every elder every single Bethesda game launches with like a year and a half worth of bugs. 
Um, okay, so I can say this though, even though I'm not a huge fan of Bethesda, I do like Bethesda, but Doom Eternal was pretty perfect right out of the box. I bought Don't it call it. that a Bethesda game though. That's an id software game. The company yeah. that made it, they own yeah. them. Bethesda owns them, but that ain't Bethesda game. That's an id yeah, software. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. That's no, like, you're right. You know, yeah. seriously, that's like, that's like rare. Like Sea of Thieves works perfectly. So I don't put it. I don't put Rare in the same group of like the dudes who made State of Decay and it runs like dog shit. Like I don't throw them in the same group, even though I don't like Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm yeah, not yeah. giving Bethesda credit because the other guys have a good engine and their game runs good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, it's the same thing. Like with like Lust, like I was saying with like Fallout. Bethesda makes Fallout, but when they gave the rights to the obsidian to make lot new new vegas it was like wow this game runs better no that game was a buggy mess too dude and believe me i know because i broke it a hundred times because <laughs> i liked that game a lot i enjoyed breaking that game but that game was buggy as hell newsflash if you make an open world game that allows me to kill anybody i want you can't make it impossible for me to finish the game there has to be a way to finish it no matter who i kill sorry uh i don't think so i don't think no you should be able to. no it just it finishes it a different way it, it doesn't finish the normal way. If I kill an important NPC, the game just moves on past it. Well, yeah, but I would personally just end the game. I'd be like, okay, this. I'd pull up the credits and be like, that's it. It's over. Fine. But it should be something that ends, not like the game hangs and bugs oh, and freezes oh, yeah, because you yeah. killed someone five hours ago in some spot that you weren't supposed to kill, but they let me kill them. Because that's actually true in all of the Elder Scrolls games. Pretty much. If you let me kill someone, let me put it this way. If you let me kill a character, you damn sure better have a way around it. Because you're giving me that power, and I shouldn't be able to break your game like that. True. That you should you should be you should be able to kill it, period. If that if it's a well no, I think you should breaking Yeah, but if it's a game breaking thing. You're misunderstanding me. I'm saying if they're gonna let me, they have to make sure it works. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they it, they have to get off their ass and make sure it works, or or go to hell. But I gotta uh, go I, anyway, guys. We gotta cut this. <laughs> As I okay. told you earlier, that I gotta go. Okay, so we reached the end of the gaming portion of the podcast. We're gonna get more into this next week. Obviously, as more news comes out with all these crazy zippers, we're supposed to have a supposedly a re-stock of PS5s coming. We'll see, along with the 3080s, but we don't know. We'll see what happens. Let's move on to technology. We're going to get into a number of topics. Like I said, going to get into Matrix 4 Theory, along with the future of movie theaters. And Tesla had a whole big, huge-ass press conference thing about the future of Tesla and whatnot, what's going on, which is pretty cool. So we'll get into that, along with the new Samsung Galaxy S20 FE, unveiled price, rate, date, specs, all that fun stuff. Okay. Before we get into the Samsung... What the heck you been watching? Uh, I actually started watching Enola Holmes earlier today. The hell is that? It's a a Sherlock Holmes based movie based on a book that somebody wrote that made them have a, a, a sister. Oh, okay. Enola, which backwards is alone, and huh. I guess the the um they they don't know the sister that well because they left when they were young, but. Apparently, in real life, they're getting sued. The, the 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 creator of Enola Holmes is getting sued by the estate of Sir Arthur Conan, Conan Doyle. Because Conan Doyle, yeah. Not until 
his later writings after 1922 um did the uh what's the uh sherlock holmes have feelings so i guess after if if the if if he has feelings it it, it means it's copyright because anything farther than 1922 is considered public domain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so because because you know you know freaking Sherlock Holmes, he's usually like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. you know, he's like out in his own world, doesn't really care, well, he yeah. just wants to get his yeah. thing solved, blah, blah, blah. Well, this portrayal, portrayal he's got uh, feelings, I guess. <laughs> so they're trying to sue them for well, the yeah, movie. That's, that's rightfully, they're kind of ruining the character too. Like, um, like Sherlock Holmes is supposed to be, you know, I mean, he's supposed to be kind of a very rational type person like that's his personality he's very rational yeah. it doesn't like people think like proto he doesn't feel it's not he doesn't feel it's that he doesn't show that because that's his character because mm-hmm. he takes things as a he takes things that go on around him as an irrational response that have an emotional response well i guess in sir arthur conan doyle's older like later novels about Sherlock holmes he did start having that yeah that's later but that's like that's also a change in the author though too that's not so much a change in the character. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, so. But it's okay. So I really have only gotten like a half hour into it, so. Oh. That's not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, it's better um, some, than some of that shovel movie Netflix crap. Some, uh, some of it's really bad. <laughs> um, so, obviously, can't stress that enough. Go watch fucking... <laughs> Uh, Lovecraft Country that show has just been beyond impressive since the beginning um, like I said earlier like three or four weeks ago every episode's like a damn movie it is super super impressive um, and this week we got to see a character that um, that we heard about that the main character kind of was involved when, when he was in the Korean War and we got to see from her point of view or where she's from and um like how the atrocities that were going on during the Korean war and stuff that Americans did to the Koreans and stuff. So it was, it's, 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 yeah, it's not for the faint of heart kind of episode, but it was, you know what I mean? So, and like I said, that's one thing like that this show does, it points it like it is somewhat really, it shows like some of the horrible things like our country did like during this time period, which was, you know what I mean? Which is why some people like <laughs> are like, oh, I'm not watching it. Ooh. It's like what? Because you're afraid of looking at like what, how horrible our country could be, our hard country was. You know what I mean? Well, the things we allowed to happen. So, but it's a really, really great show. Really, really high quality, I should say. Super high quality. But I definitely, definitely gave me want like space, um, just in general, like space and. Just like real science, like space, like shows. Away is so it. The first season's really good. Um, and it's about the first manned mission to Mars, which hasn't happened yet, so it's slightly in the future. Um, but it was really good. Um, and it just makes me more excited to when we finally see like SpaceX finally launch a human crew to Mars. Um, it's it's gonna be super super groundbreaking. Like that's gonna be an amazing freaking time. When well, we do that, Obviously. well, they'll, well, we'll launch them, and then like three months later, we'll realize, oh yeah, they just landed. <laughs> um, 
Three months, yeah, possibly. It might, uh, uh, as of right now, it could take longer than that. It's going to take a while. Oh, they think it's going to take longer than three months now? It, it, as of right now, our time frame is nine months. Oy. Um, For to get to Mars from here. Um, Obviously, Tesla said they're working on a an engine that's going to get them there a little faster. But Wasn't their goal three months? That is their goal. Okay. <laughs> but it's still not viable yet. They don't have that engine. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tesla's, um, he's been, when he tested that prototype around to over by Texas, the, the starship, uh, prototype, huge ass fucking engine. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. Speaking so, of space. So Star Trek's been canceled for movies, huh? No, just the Star Trek for the one that Paramount was no, working on. Movies in general right now are canceled for Star Trek. They're just doing TV now for the time being. I don't know how long that's that is that they stated. They didn't say yeah. how long, but for the definite future, no yeah, Star but, Trek movies. But if, if you read the full interview with some of the cast, they said it's canceled, yes, with any prominent company, but the script is in the hands of some companies they can't name right now. Okay, well, I hope they do, because I was really looking forward to that. So the script is eventually going to happen. It's just a matter of who's going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Because it switched from, like, you know I mean? Like I was really excited when Quentin Tarantino took it and it was like, oh, and then that got pants to Paramount, and now Paramount's like, ah, eh, now Paramount's we're not had it. it, haven't they? No, it was another when Tarantino had it. It was another company, um, and now Paramount has it, and then they dropped it. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see what happens. All right. Um, because yeah, eventually it's gonna happen. Like there, somebody's going to make it. The the big reason I think they're not is because obviously this whole thing with theaters, and we're gonna get into that by the end. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Samsung Galaxy S20 FE unveiled price, reveal date, specs, and colors. Yes, there's lots of colors. So they there's were making, deal. yeah, they were making a big deal over this some kind of event. I I really don't know what it was about. I just knew it was colorful. I thought it was yeah. going to be some other devices that they were come out with, like a new tablet and stuff like that. But I watched it this morning. I I waited. I didn't see anything besides this phone. So I'm like, why are they making a, first of all, why are they doing this? Like, why are they Ooh. making this big announcement on this phone when all the other, like they had like the, the galaxy, uh, a, a tens and stuff like that. They never had like had a big thing for those. No, but they're having the S 20 F E thing come. And, uh, they're, they're okay. They, they, they're basically the S 20, <laughs> but it's the fan edition. So uh, it's got like I really don't know what the difference is between the S twenty and the S twenty Ultra five G or whatever that it, that that Ben has because it's got the A sixty five Snapdragon. It's only got six gigs of RAM, one twenty eight gigs of storage, but can go up to a terabyte with the SD card. Uh, the, I do know that the cameras are less than on the other phones because it's only a twelve megapixel two two twelve megapixel cameras and an eight megapixel camera. There's three. And yeah. I know on like the uh, the other uh, the S twenty and the the Note they're like one hundred eight megapixel. Um, and a thirty two inch front camera. I mean, three to two megapixel. <laughs> That'd be a big thirty two megapixel. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Forty five hundred milliamp battery. So the specs aren't bad. Um, it's got five G, and a forty five hundred milliamp battery. Uh, and it's six ninety nine. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, that's it's, way out of my price range but yeah, yeah. I, I was really expecting it to be a lot cheaper because they do really the the 
like the the A fifty or whatever. It's a, they're really good phones. The the, the last year's the A series. Um, well, I know that's one twenty hertz. So also, yes. So, so it's basically got like all the Note twenty things, and then they just made it cheaper. It made it, it's not glass on the back or something like that. It's this like matte color. Oh, they call it haze. A haze finish. Haze finish, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a it was I don't know, the presentation was stupid. I really thought they were gonna talk about talk more about it. But they are about other stuff. They just kept going back and forth on all the same information. Well, yeah. And and you know, they had they had uh Millie Bobby, whatever the hell her name is from uh Stranger Things. The, oh no the, sure. Well, she's also in Enola Holmes. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. But she she was in the in that she had a, a a thing in the video, so they kept going. Yeah, they, her uh, and stuff. Obviously, they paid her a bunch of money, but yeah. yeah. But right that's now you can get the. It's five ninety nine online, so I don't know if that's the S twenty. That's not too bad. Yeah, the S twenty. Yeah, the S twenty one ninety nine. Wow. So they want six ninety nine, but they're asking five ninety nine at the dealers. So that that's a better price. That is a lot better the, price. But I don't know. I don't know why. I don't. I don't recall them making a mid a mid uh, generation phone. Yeah, I know it's definitely different. There's no like but, Galaxy Ten FE. You know, they did make the yeah. actives, but. That's well, obviously, it's a cap. It's to capture a certain price point. A lot of people are wanting to pay. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of it. It's a nice little phone, but I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, but I would say if you're definitely wanting the new Galaxy and you don't want to spend twelve hundred dollars, this is a definitely a better option. Oh yeah, definitely. Way better option. But yeah, it's got a lot of the features that the Note Twenty has. Mm. Minus the pen and the better camera, but it is a, it's six point five inch screen, so and they have like a a mint, a navy, a pink, a red, an orange, and a white, or whatever they call the colors. Hmm. But there's still no information on the the new iPhones, just uh. A release date and leaks. They're thinking, no, yeah, they're no. thinking October or something, but they haven't even shown a real uh, date yet. It's no. all speculation right now. Mm, we'll see. So, okay. This uh, let's get this car. So Tesla. So Tesla. Okay. So yesterday's presentation was pretty groundbreaking for a lot of things. They're redesigning the battery completely. Um, and if you watch the presentation, I don't think it shows it in this article, but pretty much part of the car is the battery. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Um, what did you expect? And, <laughs> and as of right now, um, the average battery costs, I think it's around, where the heck was it? So average battery costs around 10000 to $12,000 for a Tesla. Jeez. Um, they're going to reduce that with these new batteries to $6,000. Um, and basically, they're called the new uh, table-less battery cells is what they are. 
um, by charging materials inside the cell will allow Tesla to have the price, which is what I just said, uh, by kilowatt per hour, uh, which is absolutely, holy crap, because that means they're going to be able to sell their cars for $25,000. That puts it lower than the average person pays for a car right now. For like a high-end... So not a high-end. No, the average no, car for, right you now... You didn't let me finish. I was saying for a high, uh, like a, a fully loaded base range. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. if you got so, a, like a fully loaded Civic, there's your price right there. Well, no, a fully loaded Civic's around 30. I, well, the Civic's more of a low-end, uh, super low-end. Like, super low-end? Like it's yeah, Civic okay, is kind of like Accord, super okay, an Accord. Yeah, if you got like an Accord, it's around thirty five thousand dollars. They're fully loaded, which is what most people are paying for their cars right now. Is around thirty five thousand dollars. A Civic um, now starts at twenty eight. Okay, so a Civic, so yeah, so the Accord is going to be about thirty, like I said, thirty five. Um, which is so this is going to be groundbreaking for affordability to the average person, like because it puts it lower than the current market share, like the market value, which of a current like car you're gonna go and buy, like that's gonna be affordable to m most Americans. Um, yeah, the, the fully loaded Civic is 27.8. Hmm. But yeah, so, it's $25,000, then you know I'll start thinking about an electric car <laughs> because that start the right now the the cheapest one they got is uh thirty seven thousand or twenty seven thousand no thirty seven thousand it says oh uh, well no Ryan said he was gonna pay thirty three thousand for his number he, yeah but he probably talked him down oh well yeah he yeah he haggled but the 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 MSRP or whatever is probably is uh thirty yeah thirty five yeah. thirty seven the the model yeah. three standard range plus starts at thirty seven yeah. So that's still uh, a little high. <laughs> yeah, but that's not like I mean, like I like we were doing that whole ratios thing uh, before. Um, what I like, for instance, like around what like if you paid like fifteen thousand for your car back in the nineties, it's the equivalent of paying thirty five thousand dollars now. Yeah, but I've done my research. There was there wasn't many fifteen thousand dollars cars back then. Like I, you, you, maybe in the eighties or the early nineties. No. Yeah, like we're talking about like early nineties, like ninety two. <laughs> because like in I had a I had a that 2005 Tiburon and that was used with like 50,000 miles and that was 18,000 yeah and that was then like you know I mean so like the point is like right now you're paying like you know I mean the the inflation is there so as of right now, the standard of $35,000, it doesn't, it's actually not expensive to the average American right now. It's still like, okay, that's, that's affordable. That's not, um, the, then, then this is my question. When people buy cars and they're going to spend $35,000 on a car, why are they getting a fucking Hyundai or a Kia for $35,000 when they can get a very decent high end car for $35,000? That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Why are you going to get a, 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 a bottom of the barrel car that might not do too well? They're doing a lot better now, but I'm saying, like, if you think back in the day, why are you going to get this, like, low end car when you can get a high end car for the same price? Just doesn't make well, sense. Well, yeah, to me. but I think, but if you notice too, leasing is on a tr bigger trend nowadays too. Most people go ahead and lease because they uh, like to get a different car. So they like that latest and greatest. 
get tested. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Leases have really gone up too. So people aren't even looking at that price. Like, oh, it's going to cost me like fifty thousand dollars or thirty thousand or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They just pay for the lease for so many years, and then they get another car. Yeah. So I mean, they don't even completely look at that either. We're just going by what the market standard says. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but this will be like huge because even like $25,000 and then say like the next year's models come out that are going to be around the same price. That means the year before models drop down to like $18,000, some maybe 15,000, which is super affordable. Well, it it depends because maybe, maybe uh, their resale value was higher than other cars. Well, I'm sure it is in some sense. Yes. WRX, you could still get a 2014 for $25,000, which is ridiculous. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, it's okay. ridiculous. And that's with like 50,000 miles. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the car. Because like I know that for, for the last at least 10 years, uh, WRX has always been brand new, like starting at 23 to 26. Brand new. Base model. So yeah. it depends on the car, the brand, the yeah. resale value. But I can say this, like, because obviously the most expensive vehicle I think they sold so far it was the Tesla truck. Well, yeah, yeah. I well, forgot how much that was. Well, they're saying that the, uh, so you don't have this part. Where's my mouse? <laughs> you don't have this part in the, in the thing, do you? No. What one? Um, so in that same uh, meeting, they were also talking about uh, a high-end Model S that tops out at 200 miles an hour, goes 520 miles yes for a yes. hundred and something thousand yes yeah and that's like they're super high-end cars obviously that's like you know i mean that's like you know i mean the top of the line stuff a model s is their top of the line like you know i mean those are you know I mean the what the friggin people that work over at silicon valley going by <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i'd like to see a, a tesla sports car Model S here. I'm looking at them right now. Order now. Let's order a Model S. But I don't think that's like really their thing, though. Sports cars, like, they're more like Tesla's more about reliability and function and utility. I guess so. Two, two people got arrested for sleeping going 80 miles an hour. Um, ah, here it is. It's already on here. So the Tesla S starts, uh, the Long Range Plus starts at 69,000 miles. I mean, $69,000, then the performance is 89000 And then they have one they have. It's it's the all-wheel drive tri-motor plaid. $134,000. But you get potential incentives and gas savings of $5,500. Zero to 60 yeah. in two seconds. Quarter mile <laughs> in greater, uh, less than nine seconds. 1,100 horsepower. Electric horsepower. I don't know what kind of horsepower that is. No, it's torque, but yeah. No, that's torque. Horsepower is, uh, is it wheel-based or is it, you know, broad horsepower? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that how that works with that, but yeah. $134,000. What a money. Yeah, uh, but they have a freaking tablet built into the damn thing. Well, a lot of newer cars actually do. It's, like the yeah, Ford, pretty... like the Chevy Volt and stuff does too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of these newer cars do. Um, but other than that, they also announced that um, full self-driving autopilot beta is coming in a month or so. 
So Tesla Motors annual shareholders being obviously updated. I will get past the severity of this part. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the own the Tesla Model Three drive and style. So if you have this model, you can roll out. I guess Musk went on to explain that Tesla engineers recently had an overhaul, major parts for the autopilot, including rethinking of how the system sees the world. Um, basically for their cameras and like how it images and stuff. He said they had we we had to fundamentally rewrite the entire autopilot software stack. We're now relabeling it 3D video, which is hugely different from when we were previously labeling it single 2D images. Must explain that the um, referring to the way that the autopilot software understands what the objects what do you call it, it sees because in the basically there's a whole bunch of cameras around it um, and it kind of makes a 3D image mm -hmm. um, that can actually see the world in real time instead of like. A bunch of 2d images um and for the most part like the way he explains it it almost seems like it's like like the best way to explain it if some gamers are still listening to the podcast at this point how ray tracing works um things are lights bouncing off other objects to form a 3d object this is where you get ray tracing um and that's kind of what it's doing it can form by the way these sensors are working it's kind of using these sensors to reflect light back at the lens, what it's looking at, and it gets a 3D render of what's in front of it. So it has more of a real world, like permanence of like, okay, that's there. It's this big, this wide, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, I think it's a huge step up for basically for the sensors in self-driving cars. Um, because I can tell you, Ubers do not have something that's located in their sensors. It's pretty, you know what I mean? Because they go off of what was the 2D image database. They see the 2D image. Then they have a database. Oh, it's this object. That's so big. It's, you mean, it's this dimensions by this dimensions. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what it does by. With this, it actually sees the actual 3D image as a 3D object. Okay. Um, right there in real time. Instead of going by a database. So... If you're if you're on the Tesla website, you can also order a new roof, a solar roof. It was uh, so, thirty-one thousand dollars. So to recharge your car or a roof of your house. A roof of your house. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah, because they have the Tesla backup, like they have the Tesla like uh, battery thing for your house too. They also have uh, solar for existing roofs. It's a dollar dollar forty-nine a watt. Huh. It's pretty neat. Yeah. We just got to get a little more efficient. Like solar is absolutely great. But, and we've made some breakthroughs, but we need a really big egg because we get less right, less than 50% um, of what the sun puts out mm -hmm. uh, into solar power. So we needed like, we need science, good scientists make some breakthroughs and make some really good solar panels. So we're getting like over 50% efficiency. Yeah. So that would be decent. <laughs> Okay. Let's move on. So, so obviously, that's also a subject that uh, Elon Musk has pointed out. If we're living in a matrix, and there's real scientists working on it, but this evening we're going to talk about the actual movie. So, the Matrix Four Star, um, Yahe Abdullah, Abdullah, Metin, Metin, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Metin, the second. Uh... McKean uh, sh uh, shares his reaction after reading the script. 
He said, my reaction to the script was, wow, people are really going to like this. I think this, like, yeah, people are really, really going to like it, he said. So uh, he said, my first meeting with uh, Lana wasn't even really, what do you call it, ambition. It was more of a meeting about getting to know me and whatnot and uh, getting to know things. But for the most part, he says, yeah, he's so far, like, really impressed with, with what the script is and uh, what the Winchowskis uh, have done with the next part of the storyline. So, and on that, there was also a possible leak uh, from Keanu Reeves himself when he was doing an interview in Germany when he was on the Bill and Ted tour. Um, he's talking about, oh yeah, he's like the Matrix Four. He's like, he's like they're doing a really good job. We're getting back to shooting like uh, next week and stuff. And he's like, they're already started. He's like talking about all the precautions. He says he's really happy with the precautions uh, they're doing. Like for instance, like if you're if you're shooting the movie. And there's never a scene that you're going to have with another cast member. You're not allowed to see that cast member even outside the studio. Hmm. Um, it's a full lockdown kind of situation with that. Um, and if you obviously, if you are shooting scenes with them, then you can go ahead and interact with them. That way, if there actually ends up with a case of COVID on their set, they can go, okay, it's that group. They're quarantined. Because they never interacted with anybody else, but them, that, that, but themselves. Mm-hmm. so he said he's like really impressed with the like the procedures that they're doing at the studio and stuff so and he thinks that's very very safe what they're doing so but on that though he goes and he's like i've been having a really fun time playing thomas uh i mean neo uh as a, uh what do you call it character and then he kind of went on like you can see he kind of screwed up there so and this goes on to where the speculation of the theories come in because he screwed up there and said Thomas. Okay, so Neo um, hasn't been Thomas since the first movie. Uh, um, he that was his that's his real life like who he was before he got pulled out of the Matrix. He was Thomas. Maybe they all went back in. Okay, so. Yeah, this is where the theories go in. So this one guy it's pointed out, the, 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 the out, outside of the matrix is really terrible. <laughs> well, okay. So um, what they were going on on Reddit was that there's two different ongoing theories that, for instance, like one of the big theories is that, and there's a lot of signs for this and a lot of hints for it, that the actual real world we saw was another level of the matrix that the, AI put in so that humans can never escape, mm-hmm. which is most likely the reason, which is most likely it was happened. That would explain why Neo actually still had abilities outside the matrix because he was still in the matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would mean that they'd have to get freed all over again. Like there's this whole like thing. They actually have to escape the matrix, actually have to get out of the matrix, which they haven't done yet. And um, then, and then there'll be a third. So yeah, third level. <laughs> yeah, third. Yeah, we don't know. And then the other part of the the theory is that so at the end of the last movie, Neo gets injected back into the Matrix by the AI overlords to defeat Agent Smith. So he does that, and he defeats Agent Smith. Um, we never see Neo again after that point. 
Um, we see a couple other scenes with some of the other characters, and then we see a cut scene to the last scene of the movie with the sunset with the architect and the oracle and um, the little girl uh, sitting on the bench. And then it cuts to black, and obviously the car has come up, um, which would mean Neo could be put back into his old life with no memories of what happened. Or he decided not to go back out. Well, no, but the, but that could have been what the AI planned. Like, oh, we'll use this guy. He's oh you know, yeah, he, yeah 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 yeah. He's useful to us. He can defeat this rogue program that's wreaking havoc in our system. And then we'll set him back. And then we'll erase his memory and put him back in the matrix. He's literally virus uh, protection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what they used him for. Um, and then they probably we can reinsert him back into the matrix, and he can go back to being Tommy the programmer, mm-hmm. and everything is going as normal. Which, as I think, I actually think they actually might go with that storyline, um, because that seems the most plausible. Like. And that's why, like, we saw the one scene they were shooting where Trinity is actually riding the motorcycle and he's riding on the back of it. He's riding. And, and, um, and they're riding through what looks like San Francisco. Um, and that's the only scene we've seen them shooting from the movie. Um, so it seems like she's trying to save him kind of thing. So it's like, I thought she and, died. She didn't die. No, she didn't die. No. I haven't seen the um, third one. I've only seen this first and second. I've seen all three of them like way more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I've seen all. The, yeah, um, there's just a lot of like little details to it. But yeah, so the idea is, I think that is the most plausible, and I think the people, those people out that there have like the most credibility. There's, they're gonna pull and they're gonna find like actual need. Like she's gonna go back in, she's gonna find him, and pull him back out of the matrix again. Um, and explain to him who he was, how he saved them, um, everything, all that jazz kind of like, but like I said before, I do not think he was the one was like, that's a big theory now. Now, because- now if, if, if he went back into the matrix and, you know, forgot everything, where did his body go? What do you mean? His body got re hooked back up at the end of the third one. Oh, into oh the they matrix. put him back into a pod thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they put him back in and to so he could defeat Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. They said, and they gave him extra abilities too. They gave him more abilities than he already had, so he could actually defeat Agent Smith. Huh. So, and which he did. And like I said, um, before Sanjay was how she's described in the Matrix Three as a program that doesn't have a purpose. Okay. And like I said before, a program that doesn't have a purpose gets erased from a system because the computer goes, okay, that's useless junk, clear it out. Um, so the idea is that she most likely is the actual savior that's going to save humanity. So um, you, you don't think that they can just, they, they, they didn't like save a backup of his memory? I mean, it's not back. He's a human. <laughs> If you can erase his memory, there's no reason you can't put it back in. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in, yeah. The, in this storyline. <laughs> no, that's very true. Um, but we don't know. Maybe Trinity actually says, has some kind of a backup. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know what she has because after that, she probably clearly became like one of the main leaders of Zion. So 
I'm guessing that's definitely probably what happened. And after they rebuilt Zion. Now, how it's just weird because like you watch watch the movie, you, you the outside of the Matrix is like it, it's big, but it doesn't seem like earthly. What do you mean? It's destroyed. It's like, like it's completely like. Did, did you watch Animatrix? No. Did people ever live there? Like, was yeah, it, well, it a yeah, fully like, evolved nation, or was it always? So, the... No. So Animatrix. Yeah, yeah, it is. So Animatrix is all the events that led up to the AI taking over. Oh, okay. Um. So you need to watch that, so like, the, to really the, get the Terminator happened, and yes, yeah, yeah the Terminator <laughs> happened. There was a huge war. Um, we literally um unleashed these hellish weapons that are kind of like nuclear weapons into the sky mm-hmm. um ba- like basically into the sky and on the ground we pretty much nuked the whole planet to blacken the sky so that's so two that- movie series that that and i'm sure there's more that say ai is a bad idea and eh, that's just feel scared anyway so <laughs> bad idea um so yeah so basically we nuked the planet so we could cause a huge overcast to hopefully kill the AI because they were getting their, their main source of power was solar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that didn't work. Um, they rebuilt their factory over in Europe. They took over most of Europe, um, rebuilt their factory. And then when they killed most of the people in Europe, they found, wait, humans produce a small amount of energy. Let's hook them up. <laughs> and they did. They hooked humans up to the machines. And over in North America, they thought they for the most part had defeated them and they would have defeated them if their plan were to work by nuking the rest of the planet. Uh, and all of a sudden a huge ass army shows up after they've just destroyed most of the planet and wipes them out anyway. And why was it called the animatrix? Cause it was animated. It was animated. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And the AI goes on to destroy pretty much the entire planet. Like there's nothing left. <clears throat> um, Bad idea. And basically <laughs> Throughout like North America, most of Europe, there's just fields upon hundreds and hundreds of miles of fields of humans that are just hooked into the machines. We've been warned several times. Don't fall into your stories. <laughs> AI is bad. <laughs> uh, AI is bad. AI is not bad. Oh my god. It's just it's like like you're pointing out, it's we are the gatekeepers. Um like we learned with um, the AI that Google was creating, we were letting it, we were teaching it to play go and then it got aggressive, but it learned to be aggressive from the human that was playing it. That was getting annoyed. How did it tell that the human was being annoyed when it's just a computer program? Because it was could watching it, how it plays. It could tell, it could tell the aggressive movements because it's AI. It's watching all your movements. It's watching your heart rate. It's watching all that. And it can see like you are playing different. You're like really pushing forward. Now you're, you're annoyed. And you know what I mean? And that's a bad trait that humans have. We get annoyed and we get like, you know I mean, antsy and we start like, well, you mean that leads, that leads to anger, but we, taught, but we taught AIs that the thing is though. Yeah. We can't teach AIs that though. Well, yeah, of course not. That's why uh, it's a bad idea. <laughs> well, no, but we, we, yeah, but it's a good idea. We just can't teach AIs our bad habits. Because mm-hmm. that's what we most fear is our own bad habits. We don't need no bots. <laughs> They're bad. Um, but anyway, I think I'm pretty sure uh, Shante, she's probably going to be the main, I think, savior of 
uh, humanity. If not, she's going to be the next person. She's going to be a rogue program that's kind of like Agent Smith. That's going to be on the opposite side. They'll actually be working to get humans out of the Matrix. That, you know I mean? And I would say, if anything, like you were saying, like if the AI actually has the data of who Neo was, they could form a clone program to have them defeat her so they could stop this. And that could be possibly the plot, but we don't know yet, obviously. There's been no leaks or anything. Um, and the interview with Weaver, um, I can't remember his first name, the guy who played Agent Smith, he said he's been asked like several, several times. He's like, I am not involved at all in that movie. Really? Oh, come on. He said he said if he was asked, he would he wouldn't mind being in it. Um, but he said no. Well, they did he kill him, he... right? Yeah, yeah, he got killed. So, uh, he got killed off. So apparently um, they made a new Mr. They Smith. deleted his yeah, Neo deleted his program for the most part. Mm. Um and but the one thing that's I was surprised, I was watching that interview. He said he will never do Lord of the Rings again, though. <laughs> I was like, oh. Is it because the Hobbit did so bad? No, no. He said it was just a grueling process. He said, yeah, it was it was fun. He's like, it was a really long shoot. He said, yeah, New Zealand and stuff was awesome to be at. It was really cool scenery and stuff. He's like, he's like, but it was, it, it was a, it, he said it was one of the most grueling shoots like he's ever done in his career. He's like, no, nah, really? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> he's like, I'm proud I did it. I'm glad I did it, but I won't never do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> but he said he would like to do another Matrix, but no, he's not part of the storyline. I, I don't know how but to bring him back, but. But he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He's completely dead. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's the Matrix series. I'm going to have more. Obviously, more comes out as more gets leaked cause, because people see, they'll see what they're shooting or get leaks from other script writers or possibly drop a script somewhere. So we'll speculate more and more as we get closer to what, the final. What, what are these rumors about a race solo movie? Is that bullshit? That's bullshit. Okay. I saw that. I'm like, what? No. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Nothing official from that at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and obviously everybody can stop and be quiet that what's his face playing the Mando is going to still be playing the Mando. He just was griping one day. and people He's just died. being a little bitch because he wants to be seen. He doesn't want to be heard. Yeah. And then he, he had another interview. And he's like, I didn't mean I didn't want to be on the show, guys. Yeah. He, just, <laughs> he likes doing it. He wants to act. He's an actor. Yeah. 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 He's not a yeah, cartoon he, over, you know, voiceover. Yeah. He's, he's going to be able to show as long as it lasts. So. Yeah. Don't worry, he'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so, okay, so the big thing right now. Okay, so it was weird. Last week, so there's not much that was going to get me into a theater, right? At all. Nothing. That's going to get me into a theater. It's just not worth it. Okay? And then, you know what the universe did? <laughs> what? They went, we're going to put your favorite Star Wars movie back in theaters. What? <laughs> And I'm going to go, what in the hell is this kind of bullshit? Empire Strikes Back goes back in the theaters oh, tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> because it's like, what, I was like year anniversary, 40 years ago. I was like, are you kidding me? What are you going to do, Nate? What are you going to do? Oh. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, I was like, what in the hell is this bullshit? Have so, you ever seen anyway. that in theaters? Yeah, when it was released the last time in theaters right. in the 90s. Well, then you're good. You've seen it that way. 
Yeah, but still. <laughs> and okay, I actually saw the original screening too. I was really, re- I was a baby, but I saw it. <laughs> sure. My, my parents went and seen it. I have no memory of it, but <laughs> I was in, I was in the car. You were in the, the drive-in. car. I was in the car at the drive-in. Oh, I was in driving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, they I just left the... you in the damn car. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car. I was driving, back in the so. days when kids could be left in cars. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, but I was in the car. So, but I have no memory of it. But I was there at Empire Strikes Back original screenings. <laughs> so anyway, um, and the same thing with like Return of the Jedi. So I didn't, I, I didn't see them. Like I, obviously years later but i don't have a memory of them even though i was there <laughs> but anyway so the big thing with movie theaters so ben affleck uh pointed this out he don't think that in the future with this whole covid thing happening now that mid-range and small range movies are going to have any kind of chance getting in the theaters anymore well a lot of the mid-range movies are going straight to digital or dvd right now yes they are um, like I guess there's a they just saw it, pet, the pets three or or no, undercover pets or whatever yeah it's the undercover pets show movie there or whatever there's a there's a third one that just came out. I I saw it at Walmart. The Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what? A third one? I never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. Then, it's just a lot of movies just going straight. I, I want Black Widow. I'm still waiting for Black Widow, but they say yeah, it's not gonna come out until like next year now. Yeah, they delayed it. Also, they've delayed a few other movies too. Just give it um, up. Put them. Put them on on demand. No, I know, and yeah, that's what they should do. Because um, Bill and Ted's did well, right? Yeah, Bill and Ted did fairly well, and they just did both. They went, okay, if you want to show it in theater, go ahead, but it's on digital. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's um, so better. I didn't look at the numbers. I wonder what did actually. That's a good point. Um, so. And like theaters are not doing well. Like um, when I'm talking to some people that have went to Regal already, our local theater, they said there's like two people there. <laughs> um, there's barely anybody going. Um, so it makes you weird because obviously there's people like myself, like they're like, I'm not touching a theater. And then they go and put Empire Strikes Back in. They know that is like fans most favorite movie. A lot of Star Wars fans favorite movie. Like, and it's the highest rated Star Wars movie ever made. It's one of the highest rated sci-fi films ever made. Um, aside from like A New Hope actually is rated a little higher. I think just because it was so groundbreaking when it came out. Um, but Empire Strikes Back was just such a good story in general. Like, it was holy crap. Like, so, and I think obviously it could have been a push like to get more people to go to theaters because there's going to be a lot of people that are going, oh, I didn't want to, but... You forced me. You forced me. <laughs> Gonna have to wear so, a mask in a theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all I've heard. The only restrictions that are actually at the theater, which is kind of disturbing, is that you have to wear a mask. There's actually no restricting on numbers or anything like that, which just makes you go, eh. Like, I want to go see Empire, but I'm like, if a lot of people have the same concept, then I'll, there's going to be a lot of people at the theater. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Can I uh, get a refund if a bunch of people show up? <laughs> like, it's annoying. But I think this Ben Affleck does have a good point here. I think in the future, 
like at least for the next couple of years, the only movies we're going to see actually go to theater are going to be the giant blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, for instance, like what was it? The uh, Black Widow. You just find out that they expect that to do really, really well. Ghostbusters, um, freaking Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I, they expect so, to be a huge blockbuster. Sony just put out some little video about uh, talking about uh, Ghostbusters. It has uh, the Ivan and uh, what's his name, Reitman, the father and the son, talking about it. Oh, written, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they were like working to, right next to each other, so it made it a little, you know, stressful for the son. But uh, they wanted to make sure the movie comes out so everybody likes it. They wanted yes. to bring the us back, you know. And uh, I guess there's a few scenes in that little video that that aren't in the trailer. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't remember what they were, but I, I did even, watch it. Even like Dan Aykroyd said, he's like he's already seen some of it and stuff, and he said, "Wow, he's like he's like this is what the fans wanted. Mm-hmm. He's like this is what Ghostbusters fans want." He was really impressed with it so far. Um, same thing with Bill Murray. Bill Murray said this a while ago, um, even before the trailer dropped. He said he was impressed with it. Um, he thought it was definitely what the fans actually really, like, the hardcore fans from the '80s that want a Ghostbusters movie. This is what they're expecting. So, yeah, I mean, when the original cast shows up and goes, "Yeah, this is this is going to be good, guys. This is going to be a Ghostbusters movie." Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I, I can't. Think I don't. Oh, Stranger Things. Ghostbusters. No, it's not. It just has an actor from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Cares? Yeah. Yeah, and it has a couple kids. It's gonna have a, a couple old like, it's a new generation of Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and they're gonna be training some young kids to carry on the legacy to future generations, so that the Ghostbusters never go away. Now, when that movie does finally come out, that might be a movie I might watch the first two before <laughs> before it comes I, out. I have watched the first two so many times because they always put them like randomly for a while. They were putting it on AMC at late at night. Yeah. And I was I'd be like, oh, Ghostbusters, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing like Back to the Future, like two. Oh, they yes. Put that, they put that on AMC so many times. That's my favorite like, one. <laughs> I'm like, like, what? A lot of people like the first one. The third one, eh, it's okay. The second, yeah, the second one is the my, best one. my favorite. Yeah, the second one is the best one. Because they actually go into the future and see stuff that they shouldn't it's, it's real cool yeah no the second one's easily the best one yeah and what's cool about the second one he goes back in time to where he went back in time so <laughs> it's just so, so awesome yeah yeah well there's also something disturbing about the second one too when doc saves marty what do you mean Which when time? he saves them when he shows up and he grabs him uh uh out of the car uh-huh. When he's hovering over with the DeLorean, yeah. How many times did Doc do that and fail? If if that happened, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he failed, that, oh, <laughs> you know it wasn't perfect the first time, because that was like a perfect lined up shot. What makes you think that it, he failed it? Because it was so perfect. It was like he had the timing exact <laughs> to right when he came out of that tunnel. Like it was perfect. That's funny. Okay. You aren't going to get that perfect unless you're practicing, mm-hmm. which means somewhere along as he failed, which means D- Marty died many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean when, when the, the, the kite comes hanging from the, the DeLorean or whatever, he has to grab onto it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he failed many times before that. They need to do a Rick and Morty episode where that scene is redone, <laughs> where he fails like a hundred times. Uh, then it'd be into being a Groundhog Day thing. I hate when TV shows do that shit. <laughs> Groundhog Day is, yeah, I, I love the concept. Oh, yeah, it's oh. great. It's just every TV show does it. <laughs> it gets freaking annoying. It's like always. Well, they have to do it well, though. Yeah, they, like, like like I some said, some do a good job. Yeah, X Files did an episode that was really good. Mm-hmm. With that, um, what the hell show was it recently that did that? I know Agents of Shield did it, and I was like, okay, there was two people that I remembered now. Okay, that works. Okay, that's different. <laughs> yeah. I still yeah, gotta finish show- that. That yeah. series. It's almost. It's this was the last season, so. Oh, Agent of the Shield. Yeah, I, I, I really, I liked that. Show. Like the first, the first year was good. The next year was kind of meh, and then they like really started meshing them with the movies. So when the movie would come out, the series would would end, or the season would end, and then mm-hmm. after the season, they'd be like, "Oh man, when when this happened in the movie, you know, or you know, in the world, the uh, the I don't know that thing that happened in that uh that that island or." Where the kid died, <laughs> where the fast kid died, the, the something oh. accord, the something accord. There, they always talked about that in the show. I don't remember what the chord was, but it, it was just it was connected, and that's what was cool about it. Well, yeah, but like one season, they were like in an alternate reality in space. It was, it was they do a lot of time travel too. It's interesting. That's what this season was about. They're time traveling. Ah. Well, yeah, which is obviously might lead into future events like the Doctor Strange movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is going to lead into parallel realities. Well, it it probably was supposed to until COVID. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's kind of put on halt. Yeah, everything is put on halt. Probably till a lot of these things we're not going to see till probably like 2022. Yeah. Which is, it's sad. Like, for instance, like Matrix is obviously going to ha- not happening till like the actual come out. The movie went, it doesn't come out till 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when is, uh, what is it called? The um, 1984 is supposed to come out, Wonder Woman. Oh, that was delayed too. Shoot. I can't remember the date. They're all, like, all I these movies say, are done now, right? I think it, yeah, they've been done. I think that's November. I think the date was now. I know that, uh, they're filming the the next Mission Impossible, and he 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 like rents in it space. Free. He rent no now that's Fast and Furious. Fast no 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 no. Tom Cruise is, um, I don't know when they're doing it, but he's possibly going into space on a Tesla rocket. For for the movie. For a movie, yeah. <laughs> well, the talk we, about, we about practical effects, huh? <laughs> yeah, because uh, he. Yeah. Uh, I guess he rented like a, a yacht, so everybody would stay on the yacht, so nobody would get sick. Oh, so that's pretty. Oh, impressive. so they could stay in filming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody would get sick. Yeah, so they could yeah, just yeah, yeah, test yeah. them all the time and keep them on the yacht. If they, if they if they are all the only people they hang out with and they don't go into the public, and somebody gets sick, something's not right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, they delayed it all the way till June fifth. What? Well, that was the original date. Sorry, that's not the date. That's 2020. When the hell's the when's the new date? What Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah. No. 
It still says like June 5th. It didn't come out June 5th. <laughs> that's the old date. <laughs> Where is the new date? Oh, December. No, that's another date. Where the hell is the new date? I can't find the new date anywhere. I was I want to say it was um, November, but not positive. It's supposed to come out on December. Oh, December twenty fifth. So twenty, yeah, December twenty fifth. Okay, yeah, I finally found it after looking at like three pages. So we'll see what happens. And then there's a there's a new uh, uh, Suicide Squad coming that might actually be good. Yes, done by what's his face, um, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yeah. Before he went back to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he went back, yeah. So it might, yeah, it could be actually be good. Um. Yeah. James Gunn. James, yeah, James Gunn. But it's got like everybody in it. Like, there's so many people in this freaking movie. It's crazy. And it's not going to be a continuation, right? It's a whole new. Movie. I really don't know because it's got some of the same actors. Oh. Like it's got uh, Margot Robbie. She's playing uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, oh, Peter Capaldi's in it. No shit. Yeah. I don't know. Who what the hell is he playing? I don't know. Capaldi, Capaldi. He's got the list of who everybody is here. So. Who the hell is he? What the hell? I can't think of anything. He's actually like I think can't think of anything that would fit. Uh, John Cena's in it. And they want, they, he plays uh, Peacemaker, and they oh. they want to make that a standalone show. Um, oh, Clifford DeVoe, the Thinker. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he could actually. Okay. So yeah, he did that. that would be good. We'll, we'll see. That would be really good. The same person is uh, Amanda Waller. Uh, Jai Courtney's the same guy. So yeah, they got a lot of the same people and a lot of new people. So it might be good. Who, who knows? Hopefully, it'll be better. I don't see. I don't see Joker on here. So <laughs> or Batman. So oh, John Cena is the douchey Captain America. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he said. The douchey Captain America. Uh, but anyway, so we're really in the end. So the one thing I'm actually looking forward to out of all these, because we're not going to see um, Matrix till 2022. Uh, I would say my biggest anticipated movie is Dune right now. That looks the most impressive. Um, and Dune is absolutely one of my favorite uh, books ever written. So if they do it right, actually as a movie for once it'd be awesome so despite what Grimm says I think the kid looks like a badass who's playing the main character <laughs> well so. that in the new Batman movie yeah yeah the new Batman movie looks awesome that looks actually really good yeah. we'll see yeah like he actually looks like a pissed off Batman yeah <laughs> who was having a temper tantrum <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd act like it, it's more realistic, though. There's someone who actually you would have this kind of like, I guess, vendetta or grudge kind of thing. If you watch your parents get killed in cold blood. Yeah, you would be. Yeah. And you would carry that with most of your life. And how old is he supposed to be in this movie? That too. Uh, I don't remember what they said. Actually, I don't know. 
Is it early but Batman, I, I just find, later Batman? Yeah. I just find that more relatable to the character because he would be like that. No, an average person can't let go of what they saw of like seeing their parents killed in cold blood. They would carry that with them. Mm-hmm. And that would come out in anger, especially if you're being a vigilante justice. Yeah. So, I, I do I like think... how they keep the eyes painted when he takes off the mask because whenever you see it in the movie, the older movies, you're like, did he have stuff around his eyes or something? Yeah, the, I always said that too. I was, is there something around the mask that covers? But yeah, it didn't ever made sense because they actually did use makeup when they put on the mat, when they put on it on the set. Yeah. And then uh, they do another shoot with it off and it's like, they take it off. It's like, huh? Yeah. It's that like, doesn't make any sense. How do you wipe that off so fast? Yeah, <laughs> it's not possible. Because yeah. you have self-cleaning inside the mask to take it off. What? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we've reached the end of the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We thank you all for joining us live on twitch.tv slash gettechgeeks and everybody joining in podcast land, whatever podcast service you use or have, listen to you on a daily basis. We thank you for listening. But if you're on iTunes, remember, give us a rating. It really helps distribute the podcast, lets other people know about the podcast. But you can rate us on any other podcast service as well. Google Play is getting better at doing the rating thing as well. So definitely give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. If you have any comments, you can hit us up on social media on a topic we may have covered if you want to give your opinion go ahead we may read your comment the next week on the air so maybe so but youtube youtube is a great platform that we haven't made a video for in a while we will eventually but go check out our channel youtube.com slash get tech we're not gone we're not dead we will make one soon enough so (laughs) just go there watch our videos and no one will be coming eventually Mm-hmm. But until next week, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, everyone get teched and stay safe. <laughs>